If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Well, it's almost to the Alabama border. There is the city of Pensacola, which was one of the first settlements in the state of Florida, and it was heavily reliant on the timber industry. And all of this coastline is that has that beautiful white sand that just fall right off your feet. It's just the beautiful, beautiful beaches. Welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar, and that's the voice of Dr. Mary Meta talking about the geography and the beauty of the Gulf Coast of Northwestern Florida, served by the Nemours Children's Specialty Clinic based in Pensacola, Florida. She's the chief medical officer of the practice, which consists of more than 100 associates, from clinicians to researchers to support staff, providing specialized pediatric care throughout northwest Florida and parts of southern Alabama. Dr. Meta arrived in Pensacola along with her MD husband 16 years ago after having considered a few different career options, though medicine was always on her mind and in her heart. Well, I went to college knowing that I wanted to do that, but I changed from veterinary medicine to pediatrics. And when I got into medical school, I really thought I wanted to do family medicine, international medicine, missionary kind of work. And after our, um, my husband and I, um, we did a, a year of family medicine and got to do all kinds of stuff, but I really just sort of drifted toward the pediatric practice. And then I got into my residency and we switched from family medicine to peds and I got into the pediatric part and just really fell in love with the mystery and the figuring it out of cardiology. The difference to go from a fetal patient one day to a teenager you know, having chest pain with exercise. That diversity was just really thrilling to me. Her fascinating subspecialty is the diagnosis and treatment of heart conditions in babies in utero. That means that if an OB or maternal fetal medicine special sees some abnormality with the baby's heart, then they can refer them to us as early as like 18 weeks and some earlier to help come up with the diagnosis because we should be able to diagnose them providing some of the uh, findings, make a diagnosis and help them come up with a birth plan of what to expect when they are born, if they're going to need surgery immediately, if they're going to need surgery at six months a year, or maybe not ever, and walking them through that plan and quite frankly, sometimes the tears that lead up to it and reassuring them. And one of the best things is when they call me back and it said, you know, it happened exactly like you said it was going to and everything turned out fine. So that that part's really been good. I was going to say being pregnant or having a pregnant spouse or partner is stressful enough, let alone having a child who in utero has a heart issue. How how does that play out with a lot of people? And you said tears. It, It is a lot of tears. And we always make sure that we have a box of Kleenex in the room. Over the years, I uh, use by teaching with a very large screen TV on the wall. And so we project the ultrasound images up there so I can teach as we go. 
you know, then pull it all together with a drawing and education for them as we go along. We've had people leave the room. We've had people just sit there in stunned silence. That first time is really just finding out where they are and then really bringing them back so that they can digest it and then begin to talk about what we need to do for next steps. Is there a case that sticks with you in terms of, you know, leaving a shadow, either positive or negative in terms of the practice that you provide today? I think one of the the biggest one was the very young mom came and I thought it was going to be the mom that was not going to be prepared. And it was really her stepmom that just left crying. And despite her very young age, really got what I was saying to her. She knew what she needed to do to take care of it and was just so mature. It just really sort of shocked me about where everybody was and their different support of what they needed to do. And that baby had a very, very good outcome. Lots of resilience in somebody who's young. Yes, very much. Let's talk about your team, and then we'll talk a little bit about the hurricane, too. Uh, Who's on your team, immediate team? I heard Scott. I heard the name Scott. (laughs) Well, that's our IT specialist that's here, and Ashley Cole is our uh, site administrator. And we have two operations managers. One mainly concentrates on our surgical division and one on our medicine divisions. We have scheduling. We have some business office people here. And they're not kept separate. They integrate with all of our meetings of our divisions, help with the coding of all that. And I think everybody feels that it's a very good resource to them for them to be right here as as opposed to feeling like they're way off at the corporate office over in Jacksonville, that they they really have that connection and those people know who to call to get further guidance, but they're part of our team here. But it is a long way. It, it takes us six hours to drive to Jacksonville, changing that. And a lot of our population is along the coast in Destin and Fort Walton, Panama City. So for us to go and do outreach clinic, it is quite a drive. It's not compact. Despite the rural nature of the region and the distance between the Pensacola operation and the rest of the Nemours family, there is a mission here that remains unchanged, keeping kids healthy. And by offering families the opportunity to receive specialty care close to home, well, that's just a value add for the communities in the Panhandle. People are just very grateful for the health care that Nemours has brought to out here Because really, considering the size of this community and how rural this part of the state is, how Nemours has come in and elevated the pediatric specialty care, and that we're so much more than just our building here, and that we can get support from each other, allow patients to be in, you know, cutting edge research here, I don't think people understand that as much as as I wish they would. It's more than just a name on the building. Talk about the importance of having research locally in Pensacola, and I'm assuming also having some sort of clinical trials that are available to patients out in that area. Oh, absolutely. We have a small research here that is tied in with all the rest of the research within Nemours. One of the biggest things that we do is our cystic fibrosis. Nemours hosts the cystic fibrosis site. We are a nationally recognized for what our physicians have done. We are a part of the Therapeutic Diagnostic Network, which is a an elite part of the cystic fibrosis centers. We have had people move to this area if they've had choices because they have a child with cystic fibrosis and they know what that means in standardization. We have accredited echo labs that we go above and beyond Uh, We are the only pediatric and fetal echo lab uh, accredited in this part of the state. 
And we maintain those quality standards. And that shows in the way we take care of children and the way that we continue to focus not just on seeing the children, but making sure that they are receiving the top-notch care here that they would in a bigger city with more subspecialists. And you do a lot of, or your office or your your Pensacola group does a lot of outreach to yes, we do. underserved. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a challenge for, you know, for people to drive and take off work and to come to us all the time. It's it's quite the financial and time burden for them. They'd have to take off work. And we do serve a lot of the military personnel across the entire panhandle. So we have tried to strategically look at places that will help support those families that they can't always come to us and that maybe we can help relieve some of their burden by going to offer a local clinic. It may not work all the time because we can't replicate everything that we have in our bigger clinic out in these satellites, but it just for us coming to them sometimes really makes a difference in their lives. And so we have an outreach clinic in Fort Walton Beach, which is about an hour and 20 miles away, right by Eglin Air Force Base and Hurlburt Field. We have a smaller office in Bonifay. It's right off I-10, a little bitty tiny town, halfway between Pensacola and Tallahassee, but it serves a lot of Fort Rucker and Southern Alabama that can just come 30 miles over the border to come see us. We're looking over in Panama City as they've recovered from Michael to be able to get back over there. We did have a clinic over there, and that's a two and a half hour drive to get to Panama City. And that's Tyndall Air Force Base over there, as well as a large beach population. That's a big drive for somebody to come two and a half hours one way to come see us for maybe an hour appointment. If we could periodically come to them and help ease some of that burden or support by telemedicine, The infrastructure of the internet across the panhandle, especially after these storms, has not been enough to support a robust telemedicine solution for some of them, or they get frustrated with it. So just being present in that community sends a message to them that Nemours really cares about them, and those pediatricians are very loyal supporters of what Nemours has done over the years to help support their hospital and to keep patients locally. It's not always about transporting them out. Do you still see patients? I do. I do. do. Talk about that. You're an administrator and a clinician. I am. I still love seeing my fetal patients. I absolutely love it. I try to balance it and, and sort of group it. But that prenatal diagnosis thing is really my just favorite thing to do and prepare them and I've had a number of patients that we've diagnosed that we've gone through the birth at their local hospital when supporting them by telemedicine or telecardiology, seeing them as an outpatient, getting them down to Nemours Children's Hospital for their heart surgery or their cath or whatever needs to be done, and then following up as they grow back here in town. That part, it would be very difficult if I was to give that up at all. Yeah, that, that part's exciting. What do you like best about what it is you do from day to day? I think it's the variety of making sure that we are providing the best quality care in all of our specialties, that we have the highest level of care and expertise to the patients that we serve, and to make sure that we are meeting as many of their needs as we can with the challenging of not only the circumstances where they live, the 2020 times that we live in with COVID, and um just the financial status of of many organizations that we have to try to figure out the best way that we can continue to perform our mission 
of serving these children of the panhandle and uh, the most cost-effective way, but making sure that we are continuing to deliver safe, quality care to them. And a lot of it is because historically we have done that, and, and I honestly believe we should continue to do that in the future. Part of doing just that is in preparing and executing plans to ride out weather conditions that could negatively impact service delivery. You see, this is a region that has seen its fair share of hurricane-related battering and damage. So residents, including Nemours Associates, are well aware that advanced preparation for such weather-related events can make a world of difference. We were all used to hurricanes. We experienced the Big Ivan here in 2004, where we were quite uh, devastated by uh, that. So in mid-September, when the unrelenting 2020 hurricane season set its sights on the Pensacola metro area population of nearly half a million people in the form of Hurricane Sally, residents and vital institutions like Nemours braced themselves for the worst possible outcome. We had been watching the news very carefully, preparing. We had to prepare all of our computers and cover them, as well as make sure all of our associates knew what number to call and how we could best reach them. We set up our huddle calls and times to call in through WebEx. Of course, we had knocked out power and knocked out internet, uh, but we were still able to maintain that through some of our different cell coverage, and we continued to have that as we would check in with everybody divided out with their teams. As it came in, some people couldn't get to us, the normal like facilities people and people that would come in to check on that. And basically, Robert Brady and Scott and I turned into all facilities and IT people of trying to get this up and running and working with our hospital partner to do the network kind of thing of calling and making sure, you know, it's hard to argue with Gulf Power if they said you have power and you're sitting here. And I said, well, I'm in the building and I have got no electricity and they go, really? Yes, uh, really. Then once we had the power, then we were able to work back at our internet. And so to really get back and get our associates in safely. And then next of all was we had lost four days of being able to contact with some of our patients that were worried of how best to connect with us. Some of our phones kept We thought we had them transferred, but then they would fall back off and families were calling the hospital and say, we can't get a hold of them. And so we we learned a lot of of sort of that safety factors that we needed to keep checking, not just a one and done. Call and make sure your phones are still transferred. Call and make sure you really have internet and it's not falling back off again. Those were some really good lessons learned for us. Getting people back proved difficult at first, as the winds of Sally had caused 22 anchored barges to come loose, causing a section of the newly renovated three-mile bridge to come unmoored, leaving areas such as Pensacola Beach and Gulf Breeze essentially landlocked. People who work here live across these bridges. They live along the water. And when that came in and knocked out really our transportation in many of the the bridges that we were able to cross as normal pathways, and we lost power here at our clinic for about uh, four days and trying to communicate with our associates through cell phones and trying to see who was still safe, who had water in their homes, who had lost their homes to, to different effects. It was certainly not as devastating as Ivan, but to that associate that lost their home, it was just as severe as Ivan in the past. But then we had five associates that were really significantly displaced from their homes, 
heartbreaking pictures that showed the water surrounding their house halfway up their front door. We knew that it was going to be really the long haul for those. And we've sort of rallied behind them, as, as have other sites, and helped support them in that rebuilding and really become advocates for the uh, designation from the federal government that we are at a federal disaster site and really begin to think of how that transportation alteration is really affecting our associates, our physicians and uh, nurses that live across that bridge and how that has just drastically altered their life and what we can do to change, to make it easier for them to continue to work. And I will tell you, we've, we've had a physician decided to retire because she just couldn't do that drive. And so we've lost a very good physician multiple years before she was planning on it because of just that. And so we, we have to rally and, and support the physicians and those associates to figure out how they can best work and take care of, of the children. How can anyone who's listening today help out? I think really, if somebody is really interested in helping, especially those that were really devastated, is to reach out to me or Ashley Cole so we can help figure out what they need the most at this point, that maybe it's a gift card or something from Home Depot or just some support would be really great for them. Nemours has a a good application process to uh, apply for some different support. And sometimes it's really just the documentation and things that we have to, to get together. But yeah, there's, there's multiple people that are really hurting right now. I like the idea that you were IT and facilities for a little while. What was was that like? (laughs) Well, I realized, I really thought I was sort of a a smart person until I tried to be facilities one day and somebody started talking to me and I had no idea what they were talking about. And over that period of time of speaking with another facilities person and I go, hold it. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me what you're talking about. I felt like I was beginning to get their language when they were coming to help us, you know, talking about the electrical work and the IT work. And it was an interesting place I found myself in of really going from, I have no idea what you're talking to, to this is what they did. And this is, this is how we needed to make this work going forward and planning for the next one, quite frankly, because if you don't have the right people that can talk that language, you might as well speaking a foreign language. I had no idea what they were talking about. And I was the only one that could get up here to the building at the moment. And I had no way to, to, uh, to be able to help them understand what I was seeing because I couldn't talk the language. So you talked a little bit about lessons learned. You're planning for the next one. Yes. I know the hurricane season is not officially over till November 1st. <laughs> what about next year? Do you think you're better prepared to move forward? Should it happen? I do. I, I really think that these lessons with these people, if we deal with this again next year, there are certain things that we are going to put into place that it's not just somebody here locally that's going to keep those calls going. Even though there were people on the call, they were just here to support us. But the communication here locally was not as effective, I think. And we were doing duplicate work because I would think I would text somebody and it went nowhere. And so somebody outside who is having good cell service and internet could make sure that we are not doing duplicate work and make those things. I think that was the biggest thing is our communication hub should be outside of the affected area. And we could inform, but that they could really help be consistent and we and we didn't do duplicate work and really make our work effective. 
Pediatric cardiologist Dr. Mary Meta is the chief medical officer for the Nemours Children's Specialty Practice in Pensacola, Florida. Thanks to Dr. Meta for her time as we get to know her and the folks in our westernmost service area. Your stories, that's what we're all about here on the Champions for Children podcast. Sharing yours or that of your fellow associates starts with a simple email, podcast at nemours.org. Let us know who you are and a little bit about your story, and we'll get in touch with you. That's podcast at nemours.org. Production assistance for this podcast, as always, comes from Peter Adebi and Deborah Griffin. Tell your friends and family that they, too, can listen to the podcast on their favorite podcast app or ask their smart speaker to play the Champions for Children podcast. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. Oh, and one more thought from Dr. Meta. When I asked her what makes the Pensacola office unique, here's what she had to say. We're the only part of Nemours that's in the central time zone. It is a challenge sometimes when they call for an early morning meeting at 7 o'clock. That's 6 o'clock our time. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for joining me on the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and thank you for all you do for the children we serve.